All right, welcome back to another episode of the Two Hoodies Podcast. I am T Money, and as always, I'm joined by someone who has no idea why they're here. Once again, it's me, Rick. Hello. Oh my God, he always pretends like he doesn't want to be here. I don't. Well, maybe he doesn't want to be here today because today is Valentine's Day, Rick. I'm alone. I'm sad. And um, first of all, you're not alone because I'm right here. Like I said, I'm alone and I'm sad. <laughs> okay, it's all very depressing. Uh, everybody's out with their significant other. My and... brother is out with his significant other. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, your younger brother is out and uh, he's with his girlfriend, and we are drinking beers, doing a podcast in your room. Yeah, that that's what's happening. Cheers to that, bud. All right, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. All right, there Woo-hoo. we go. Out of boy. Depression, loneliness, mm-hmm. sadness, all around the table. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> it's gonna well, be fine. Since it's Valentine's Day, uh, you know, I figured we'd humor the people, uh, real quick and just indulge them with a little Valentine's Day related game. How does that sound, Rick? That's uh, I'm so depressed. Let's. It's gonna basically. I'm gonna ask you questions, and it's gonna tell us how sad you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a quiz to tell me how sad I am. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's tell us your Valentine's Day candy opinions, and what? we'll tell you your age and relationship status. Jesus. Okay, so we're, we're going to play that game. Oh, We've got lots to talk about today. We're going to be talking about how you deal with those sad times, those tough times. Uh, we're going to be talking about what your goals are in life, uh, crazy stuff like what arm goes first when you put on a shirt. It's yeah, so wild, right? Uh, and then is love a feeling or a choice? So we're going to be covering a lot of stuff. This is ridiculous. Um, we might even talk about blowjobs. But before we do that, let's get into our game real quick. Okay. I'm ready I'm to I'm going to ask you about these Valentine's Day candies. You tell me uh, if you love them or if they're gross or whatever. So how do you feel, Rick, about candy hearts, those little chalk hearts? They do nothing for me. They're not chocolatey. So they're like gross? <sighs> they're not gross. I'll eat them. So like in the middle, would you say they're in the middle I mean, of gross? I'm indifferent. Is that, a, is that an option? Okay, I'm going to slide it slightly towards gross. Okay, fair enough. Just a tad. I, I could have give a shit about them. Okay, next. How do you feel about chocolate truffles, the ones that are in the heart-shaped boxes? Yum or yuck? Yum or yuck? Um, yeah, yeah, yum or yuck? Uh, chocolate truffles are delicious. So yum, like all the way yum? Yes. Do you have to slide it all the um, way to All the... the way yum. Are you swiping right there, bud? I'm swiping right. Nice. What about those red heart-shaped lollipops, you know? The ones that look like this for your viewing pleasure, the little red ones, it kind of tastes like medicine. I saw a porno with one of those. Interesting. And I'm going to have to say a lot of yums there. Especially. (laughs) No, this is basic or delish. To say uh, delish. Delish. Why? What is this quiz? Is this really an option? Just just do the quiz. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, What about those heart shaped chocolates covered in foil? Heart shaped. Is it, can you show me a picture? Of yeah, whatever yeah. The hell is this it is? gimme or not for me? I couldn't care less. It doesn't do anything not for, for me. Not for me. All the way left. Okay. How do you feel about heart shaped gummies? Ooh. Heart shaped gummies. Look at those. No. 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 They don't do anything for ick? me. Is like that, all the way ick. Is that? It's it, love or ick, Rick. <laughs> that rhymed. Why are they changing every time? Because there's levels to this shit. This is so stupid. What is this gonna like decipher? This is going to decipher what algorithm is this? Your age and relationship status. 
It's terrible. So what is it? What do you feel about heart-shaped gummies? Ick, ick. I, I ick, just, like all the way? Like gummies? Okay, fine. Gummies, I could do gummies. Gummies like, are good. What do you want? Ick or love? Like pick one. Okay, love. Sure. Like, whoa, you're all over the place. Just... <laughs> All the way, love. Slide it, Rick. Uh, Okay. Put your finger. Oh yeah. Uh, I I missed. I missed. Uh, Did you slide the love? All the way, love. Got it. Okay. 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 Wow, you really waffled on that one. I'm nervous. Okay, it's all right, baby. Calm down. Sip that beer. What about heart-shaped marshmallows? Mm. Ew or mmm? I like normal marshmallows. Mmm. Okay, so heart-shaped marshmallows, are you like, mm, are you, are you like in the middle, and you sort of like, mm? No, I could do, I could do, uh, are you like, ew? Can I do middle? Is that an option? Yeah, you could do middle, but are you leaning more towards, mm, or ew? <laughs> what is this right now? Where? Just answer the where questions, Where did you get Rick. this from? Don't worry about where I got it from. Oh, my <laughs> A five-year-old God. girl made it for me. <laughs> just, just delish, or whatever the fuck no, it is. No, it's, mm, or ew. <laughs> All right, so a little bit towards... Mm. Yeah, let's okay, go with that. What's your stance on Valentine's Day candy corn? Candy. It's vile or it's great? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> what is Valentine's Day candy corn? I've it's never seen that. Ca- I've never actually seen this either, but it right. looks interesting. No, I, I don't care for candy corn at all. Oh, you're fucking crazy. So it's vile? Yeah, sure. All let's right, go vile. Fuck you. Finally, how do you feel about those heart-shaped candies? You know those little fucking hard ones? You seen these? Um, they taste like... I don't even know what they taste like. They taste like you cinnamon? accidentally ate a button. The cinnamon ones? I don't know if they're cinnamon. I don't think they're cinnamon. No, they I just could... taste like like you accidentally ate a button off your See, suit. See, like you, you show me the picture, but... That doesn't do anything for like, you? It, like, it, I'm not getting my... My, my tickle is not pickled. So you're telling me the picture does nothing for you? No. Typically, that's where people get off. Is it gross or terrific, Rick? Gross. Let's say gross. God, all the God. way gross? Just all the way gross. Just just okay. put it in. Let's get all this right, over right, with. Right. I'm so all right. I'm done. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Rick, how old are you? I'm 26. This said that you're 23 and single, so it was close. This is so stupid. That's This crazy. is the dumbest fucking thing that you've ever put on this goddamn table. <laughs> okay. All right, so should I take it or should we just fucking move on? This is awful. You know what? I just want to see if it'll get me right. How do you feel about candy hearts? Um, I would say about love them. Uh, chocolate truffles. They're like. Are you okay. skimming through this right now? Yeah, I'm gonna see what I get. Uh, lollipops. God. They're like oh right. Those chocolate covered foils. I'm not really feeling those. No, you just heart shaped gummies. I love those. Marshmallows. Can you do this somewhere else? Like, uh, <laughs> like in your fucking basement, like crying. I don't. I don't know how I feel about candy corns. I'm just going to familiar face worn out. This is okay, stupid. Okay, I'm almost done, Rick. Ready? Oh, my. These, uh, I'm going to do late. Okay, ready? I'm done. Wow. I got, I'm 17 and not single. <laughs> Way off. For the record, I'm 27 and single. Yeah, well, that's a great quiz. Thanks for uh, really sharing that Mine with us. Mine says that you're 17 and taken by a special someone. Your taste in Valentine's candy is pretty wide. You're not a picky person, but you are when it comes to love. Fucking blow me. Whoa, I'm I'm taken, Rick. Didn't you hear the fucking quiz? <laughs> You're also 17. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, well, how? Never mind. Uh, okay. Of security escort you out. Oh, wow. Well. All right. Um, let's move on. Oh, yeah. Let's please move on. Yeah. Uh, that was let's, awful. Let's move. I liked it. That was so stupid. I, I thought it was fun, Rick. It's Valentine's Day. We had to do something Valentine's Day related. Ugh. Okay, anyways. 
Let's get right into the questions. Our first question of the podcast, how do you deal with tough times, Rick? How do I deal with tough times? How do you deal with tough times? Like if I if I receive bad news kind of tough times or like just, a bad situation? Just like things aren't going your way, like how, things are going rough for you in life in general. How do you deal with those tough times? Well, I got two options here. Yeah. There are times where I want to take it head on and just go through the day doing what I normally do. Right. And hoping uh, it just I seem to get over it. Right. Or I don't take it head on. I kind of not embrace it, mm-hmm. but more so like I'll just dwell upon it too much. Mm-hmm. And I'll start, you know, maybe like have a beer, have a beer at five, have a beer at six. <laughs> and just so, go into a drunken stupor. So either you try to like ignore it per se, or you, you're saying, okay, because I'm confused. You're saying you take it head on or you dwell on it. Now, when you I say. I guess there's like steps to it. Like right. at first you want to dwell on it and then. You know, once you're kind of like done dwelling on it, you yeah. decide, okay, fuck everything, fuck this. I'm just going to take everything head on. Yeah. You're going to take everything head on and just kind of embrace. Roll with the punches kind of Roll with deal. the punches and just. Now, I mean, do you ever, do you do all this by yourself or are you, are you confiding in anyone or, or no? I'm, I typically just stand. You, you just fucking go. You're just like. Yeah, my life sucks, and I'm keep moving on. I don't, I don't talk to people about my my issues so much, right? Except for when it's on this fucking podcast, you <laughs> motherfucker. What you guys did last time with Frankie, motherfucking pieces of shit. I hate you both. Well, everybody loved that part of the podcast. They felt like it was some much needed therapy going on. Go fuck yourself. Oh, thanks. Um, but so okay, you don't talk to anybody you kind of dwell on it for a bit and then after you're done like dwelling on it is that like you kind of decompressing and like getting through what's yeah, going you on say that. and you then you're just kind of like well you know what as much as I'd love to sit here and feel sorry for myself I got to keep doing my thing and then you just what eventually you forget about it or is it still there it'll disappear over time it's just a, but there's like a lingering kind of sense of so, like yeah tough yeah. time in any situation there's going to be a lingering feel and then right you know next day surely you'll feel better it's a day-by-day thing so time is something that as they say cliche heals all wounds so to speak in your eyes that's how you feel sounds about right interesting yeah i would say um you know as somebody who's had their fair share of tough times and Ooh. if anybody knows me they uh they know uh i would say the most important thing on my end is being mindful and being aware. Sure. Right? So if you're going through a tough time, it's very easy to kind of just fall into this depression, this state of like, you know, screw everything, I don't want to do anything, and you just kind of end up not being productive at all, wasting whole days just kind of wallowing. It's very easy to do that. Um, And, you know, there is a little bit of that required, I think, a little bit of that, kind of just feeling the pain of what you're going through and and accepting that. But I think what's important each day is that you're mindful of not just what's affecting you and how it's affecting you, but mindful of other things, such as being gracious for the things that you have in your life that are going well, right? Right. So, you know, having perspective is very important. So I could be going through a really tough time, and when I sit down and think about it, 
Do I have everybody in my family healthy? Yes. That's a blessing right there that maybe I take for granted. Right. So, you know, and when you sit down and think about those things, you start to maybe feel like, oh, okay, well, maybe things aren't as bad as they seem. Not to like minimize what you're going through, but it, it just kind of puts it in a bigger picture for you. It gives you perspective on things like, wow, you know, I'm actually kind of blessed in many ways and I should, you know, tend to focus on that more so than the bad times. Now, did you want to say something about that? I noticed. Yeah, like, I, honestly, it's not the end of the world. Right. Unless it is the end of the world. Right, right, right. And you're just going to have to push on through it day by day kind of thing, as I mm-hmm. as I said before. Yeah, nothing is the end of the world, right? No, no, not by any means. You got to realize that although what you're dealing with is troublesome, mm-hmm. life's going to keep moving. Life will keep moving. With or without you, baby. So you're either with it or... The world's going to keep spinning and you don't really have a whole lot of time. I mean, you do have time, but really you don't because each day is not promised. So why would you want to waste each day that's not promised to you kind of letting this troublesome time that you're going through overtake you? I think it's important to be mindful of what is affecting your life, how it's affecting your life, what you can be gracious for. Sure. Right? And kind of repeating those things in your head. Uh, I think it's also important to have somebody that you can talk to, Rick. I think Ah. it is important if, I mean, even if it's not to somebody else. Mm. Like, I've been writing a journal for over 750 days. You have? Yes. And... I've kind of been doing that. In my mind, I'm I'm going to keep writing it until I feel a true sense of happiness because I don't feel like I've found that in quite a long time. But writing that journal, just kind of breaking down what happens each day mm-hmm. has kind of helped me kind of just get that out. I think that's important. You know, bottling it up and trying to get through it yourself is something that you could do. But at the end of the day, I think it's, better if you can express that in some form or fashion i don't know how you feel about that like even a journal or something. i'd agree with you i yeah. agree that uh the journal thing is fan i think that's an interesting way to uh to do that for somebody yeah. that's not as social like yourself like you've mentioned to, it to me before but i've right. never really considered oh maybe i should have written down wrote down you know my feelings at the time how my day went right never really stopped to consider that and maybe that would have helped me in the long run with any issues I was I was having in the past well you know I noticed like for example uh you know the other week there mm. was something that kind of upset you and you talked to me about it for a while no, you go ahead you talk about it you tell uh, I'm not gonna might as well might as well might as well might as well it happened after the podcast well go ahead. somebody was just talking shit to you and just putting you down out of nowhere kind of being a, a dick to you and you know, you kind of called me afterwards on the ride home, and we just kind of talked talked it out. But you know, I felt like in that moment that was good for you. Yeah, yeah. to get that okay. off your chest rather sure. than take that home and then be like, you know, you go home and you know when someone pisses you off and you're just by yourself and you're like, I can't believe that the fucking you know what I mean? The nerve, yeah, right. Yeah. And you're just like pacing in your own room, like what the fuck, like what the hell? I did feel a lot better after that conversation, right. though. Right, because. Somebody else might bring a different perspective to it. So, again, it's all about that perspective, kind of repeating those things that you need to be gracious uh, for. And then the other big part, and you kind of touched base on this, is the fact that the world's going to keep moving. Oh, yeah. So, 
you still got to do your job. Like, you still have a job to do. You still have to wake up every day. Yeah, nobody's going to stop for you. Nobody's going to stop for you. Like, Nobody, hey, Taylor, are, are you okay? Are you, are are you, you right? all right? No. We want that, right? We want people to, like, be like, oh, like, coddle us. We want a pity party sometimes. Sometimes we do. Yeah. But this is another key thing is keeping yourself busy, right? Not even just doing your day-to-day tasks, Mm -hmm. but like finding other things to do that capture your attention, right? Like what is it that really captures your attention that makes you feel like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm contributing to society. Maybe it's creating things like, or maybe it's like for you, I think maybe airsoft is one of those things. Yeah. You go and you play airsoft and you just, you have just a better sense of about life probably i'm assuming so like when i play airsoft that's right. kind of my excuse to let everything out right like all the you shoot it all out yeah you know it sounds bad no but no, at I... the same time it's for anybody like if you're playing a sport like tennis mm-hmm. if you're if you feel like riding right yeah like yeah. for me it's airsoft you know if i'm not having a good day if i'm not having a good week right i'm putting it all aside i'm gonna play airsoft that day let everything out Right. And then it feels like a whole different day. Exactly. Th- those activities that you could do that might release endorphins. A lot of people like to go to the gym. And then just also when you have things that you're doing, you feel like more of a, a sense of purpose in your life. Yeah. You know, people like the feeling of a job well done in their career, in their hobbies, and all that kind of stuff. So if you kind of keep those things in mind, like I find the the most times that I feel like I feel down or depressed is when I have a lot of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just kind of at the house laying around. Maybe I just have chores to do, but I'm putting them off because I'm just like laying in bed doing nothing. It's always nice to do nothing. Right. It's nice to do nothing. Give your, Don't like wear yourself, run yourself ragged or anything. But right. Keeping yourself like, oh, I have activities. This This is what it is, Rick. This is really what it is. And I try to do this in life in general. Uh, all the time is to give yourself something give yourself something to look forward to right because if you have something to look forward to whether it maybe it's like oh my favorite tv show's coming on on thursday night and uh next weekend i'm gonna go visit my friend or i made plans to have lunch with so-and-so or me and you have the podcast every friday night we know we're gonna do this and it kind of at least for me i don't know about you but it makes me feel like, hey, I have something to look forward to. Like, I, my, I'm not going to spend my Friday night alone, you know, on Valentine's Day. At least I'll yeah. be with Rick. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the Like, this is one of those things I look forward to. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I can talk about my problems if I, yeah. if, if, if I feel like it. I, if you feel like it, for sure. Or we could just goof around and, and laugh and tell dick jokes, whatever you want. that sounds about right yeah so i would say i mean anything you think that we haven't covered on how to get through these tough times because this question was asked by one of our listeners and i want to make sure they're getting a a full answer anything that you think we haven't covered no i think uh i got my side off pretty well and i think you said a whole whole lot about how you can uh you could sort this out in your favor Yeah. yeah 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 everybody goes through tough times that's another thing just keep that in mind and uh, you know, there's people that care about you and are here for you and, you know, they would love to, to help you get through that. I sure, I'm a great listener. If anybody's going through a tough time, I love to help people, give them advice, whatever I can do. Yeah, so if you have a tough time, you could call him at his phone number. Let me just pull yeah. that out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, call me at the uh, Taylor Hotline. Let me just pull up. <laughs> the T-Money Hotline. Oh, I'm not gonna... All right. Um, I think we covered that one. That was, we got serious there, Rick. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, let's go into a uh, 
maybe a little bit of a brighter question. What's your number one goal in life and why, Rick? I have a goal. A general goal. Yeah. And is that, it a goal or is it a goal? No, I'm just kidding. I hate you. <laughs> like, okay, okay. My goal, my general goal is to be happy. And okay. to obtain such happiness, right? there's a few things I'd like. One is to live comfortably. Right. Which would mean I'm making enough money where I can mm-hmm. live in my own home and not, you know, overspend anything like that. But if I need to have some sort of luxury or want, I, I can do that, you know, from time to time. Um, Maybe, you know, a, lo- a pretty decent love life would be nice. Right. You know, being with the person you care about the most would be phenomenal. Right. That'd be That's nice. one of the greater things that, you know, people cherish. We love companionship. Absolutely, you're you're my companion right now. Aww, right now. You're, you're 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 you're. Am I your Valentine? <laughs> you're my Valentine. Thanks, baby. <laughs> um, just those things, you mm-hmm. know. But in general, it is happiness is my main goal. That's your main goal in life is just to be happy, just yeah. in what you're doing in life, your right. finances, your ability to just kind of do what you want to do and Correct. have a companion to do it with. Of course. Okay, now, I guess. I mean, you kind of explain what will make you happy. Why is that your main goal in life to be happy? I mean, it's kind of a stupid question, but... Why is it? Yeah, why is that your main goal? I mean, better than being sad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, better, kind of... better than fucking being sad and depressing. Like, it's, you can make right. all the money in the fucking world, right. but be the most depressing piece of shit ever. Absolutely. You definitely can. That's, that's what I'm getting at. But I'd rather live a comfortable life mm-hmm. and do what I can to make myself happy. And if, well, you know, it's also tough though, because if you're living that comfortable life and you feel like you've made that goal of being happy, how do you sustain that? I was just going to say, how do you sustain it? Is it, you know, because what if you're comfortable, but maybe you're not necessarily doing what you feel is your purpose in life, right? Establishing what your purpose is in life. Hmm. And, you know, you being happy might be different. You could be happy doing a lot of different things. Right. But is is it sustainable, you know? I think the only way to, for, it to be, for it to be sustainable is to kind of fulfill what you feel is your purpose in this world. So, like, sustainable things for me would be, like, being a good person. That, mm-hmm. that would make me happy. Um, living a comfortable life in the realms of, you know, making enough money, that is sustainable as long as, you know, you do your fucking job. So it doesn't really matter what job you do? At the end of the day, you know, I I could not do what I'm doing right now. Right. Do something else. Maybe it wasn't the the end goal Mm -hmm. because I've always wanted to be on radio. Right. In general. But, um... I kind of lost myself. Wow. I just I just ran a blank. Holy shit. So basically you're saying, you know, you've always wanted to be on radio, but... If you weren't doing radio and you were doing something else and maybe you had that partner that you were, you know, sharing life with and you were making decent money and you guys were able to, you know, do things and like affect people's lives. I know that's a big thing with you like care about uh, giving back to people and stuff like that. So if you're able to do all those things, then maybe the radio thing is not the biggest deal in the world to you. Right. Is that what I'm hearing? Like I could do anything else but radio. I have many many talents yes very <laughs> skilled man so basically it's not about necessarily you don't feel like your purpose 
on this earth is to do radio. It's something that you're, is your preference, but you're, you just want to be happy and have somebody to share that with. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty giving person yeah, for the most absolutely. part. So if, if that means going out of my way to do something else for, for some random person, right. that, that makes me happy. That gives me joy. Right. Nice. And and you want to be able to share in that with somebody else is a big part of your I happiness. Do that. Yeah, I could do that. You know, one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, to your point, uh, well, to that point about having somebody to share in that happiness with, I feel like it's important to have, you know, I've talked about it with our friend Granny. She told me not to bring her name up, but I'm sorry. But me and her have talked about this, about having a witness to your life uh-huh. and how... You know, that's kind of an important thing that people don't really acknowledge. They just kind of like, yeah, I want a companion. But what it really is about is having a witness, right? Because if you're living your life, everything that you're doing when you're alone, nobody's seeing that. Like that time that you gave that person that money in the parking lot, you told about that on the, you told us about that on the first episode of the podcast. If you didn't come on the podcast and say that, then nobody would have known. Not that you did it to be acknowledged, but no, I it's didn't, nice I didn't to have somebody that witnesses that, right? It's because one of those it gives your like, life meaning. I, I didn't mention that to anybody else. Right, exactly. And I decided that was just a good point at the time. Right. To, but if sure. you had a companion, you probably would be with them and they would see that. And it's like, it just gives your, it gives everything more meaning when you know somebody is witnessing your life. It gives it like, okay, I'm not doing this for nothing. Like, right. You know, if you maybe you believe in a higher power, like, yes, God is always watching. But to have somebody else, a, another human presence there, I feel like that gives people more of a sense of purpose. They're like, it emboldens them a little bit. Sure. That's what I don't know. That's what I feel. Um, so interesting. So it's all about happiness for you and how you arrive there. Uh, I you, believe so. Yeah. You don't really, you know, you, you're not saying it, it has to. I don't. You, basically, you're saying I don't have to arrive at happiness this way. I just have to arrive there some way. Correct. Got you. For me, uh, you know, my number one goal, and everybody who knows me will know that I've always said this, is to uh, be a great father, uh, and a great father and a great husband one but day. You oh, One day, I was about to say, but you don't have a kid, <laughs> Taylor. Well, uh, breaking news. No, uh, no, I don't. Not to my knowledge, anyway. I, uh, I've been a bad boy over the years. But uh, <laughs> Great, thanks. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> yes, Um but yeah, that's always been my number one goal. Uh, has to do with the way that I was raised. Uh, my father has not spoken to me in about a decade, so he's no longer involved in my life. It was very kind of a difficult situation growing up. It was, uh, you know, a little bit of maybe um, how can I phrase this? Some could you say he was absent? It was a. It wasn't even absence because he was actually there a lot when I was younger. And then my parents were divorced, and he he was, you know, in and out. But it wasn't his fault. But then he became very involved, almost overbearing and uh, very violent. Let's put it that way. Okay. So, yeah, a bit abusive. And because of that, it's always kind of made me want to just do better. Um, so that's just always been my number one goal. I just want to be an amazing father to my children. I want to have, like, that legacy. I want to... Uh, say like, hey, I raised these great human beings and I've learned, I think, a lot from him, like of what not to do and what to do because it was, you know, it wasn't all bad. It was very much a love-hate thing. Um, a lot of the things 
that I do today, I have, I can, you know, point to him and thank him for, like playing music, stuff like that. I would have never probably done that. Uh, so yeah, that's always been my number one thing. I think that being like that family man that sent, I'm a bit, I'm really big on family. So I feel like that is what's going to make me really happy one day is just having that, my own family that I can say like, Hey, this is like my household. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not in a, like a weird, like sense of control type of thing, but just to be able to look and say like, you know, it's kind of funny. You think about one day hopefully we'll be like grandfathers and we'll see like grandchildren running around and we'll just be able to like look back and and sit back and say like wow i created all this it's kind of amazing right there's like human beings out in the world because well because you had sex but you know (laughs) because of you right and who they are is shaped by you and the lessons that you teach them and all that and i just find that to be like a very amazing special gift creating a legacy yeah and not even for your creating a legacy for yourself but just just the ability to say like wow i impacted a group of people in this on this earth that are out like doing hopefully amazing things right and just to be able to sit back and and say like you had a hand in that it's kind of a special gift that we have on this earth you know i i some people unfortunately maybe aren't able to do that but there's other ways obviously adoption and whatnot um and i just think that's so special you know i think that kind of like how you like to impact people's lives um right that's like my way and in in my opinion of impacting people's lives is being a father figure a grandfather figure that kind of figure and I, i just i mean i can't wait let's get one thing straight i can wait but at the same time, I can't wait. I think it's going to be very special. So, yeah. That's an extraordinary goal. Thank you. That is a fucking phenomenal goal really, to have. Really, we have the same goal, though, which is to be happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, mine is just, you know, a little more defined in terms of how I want to get there. Uh, do I think I could be happy and not have a family? I've thought about that often. I'm like, you know, I mean, I used to think that I'd be married by now, Rick. <laughs> I used to think that I would be married at 24 and have children at 27. And today I had a McChicken for lunch because I'm broke. How life uh, (laughs) twists and turns. Life comes at you fast, right? You think I could support children right now? No. So I don't know. Did you, did you see yourself where you're at? No, no. I'm a, I live in, I guess, I don't know if it's the same thing. I live in the moment Mm -hmm. kind of person. Mm -hmm. I I, I like thinking about the future. Right. But a lot of things go through my head. I overthink mm. things. Right. So I tend to think about the now more than anything else. That's good. Be present, you know? Each yeah. day is not promised, like I said. So be present and don't get too high. Don't get too low. I think you do a pretty good job of that. And just keep it churning, baby. And Keep it churning. Yeah. We'll get there, Rick, you uh, know? Let's... Uh, Let's let's move on, huh? <laughs> We're getting deep on this podcast, yeah, baby. It's Valentine's Day. We're in the fields. I haven't laughed a single fucking time. Like this is going. Like I want to laugh. I wanna, is this all going to be just sad moments? Of, it, it's going to be complete sadness on Valentine's this Day. This is terrible. This is fucking terrible. If you're out there and you're listening and you're sad, all the sad people. Well, get ready because there's more sad coming. You all stupid right. piece of shit. <laughs> coming up, more sadness. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll go into the lightning round, huh? Let's get, yeah. let maybe get a little bit of faster pace going. Yeah. Okay. 
Would you break the law to save a loved one? God damn it. Would I break the law? Yeah. Uh, Breaking the like, law. Would I, okay. Define, define, like, like it's, it's hard to say because the law can be anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I can rob somebody of their money so right. I can feed my loved one. I can kill somebody in order to save yeah, yeah, a yeah. loved one. It's 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 a I, very it's a very ambiguous question, but like, like like if I was in the point where I like if I was at a point where I had to mm. like rob a bank right or rob a convenience store so I can feed you know whoever I significant other I, mm. I yeah I guess so I yeah it's very circumstantial for sure it's a very circumstantial question would I kill. Yeah, I mean, let's say that somebody is going to kill your loved one unless you kill them. Do you, I mean, is that an easy decision? Are you capable of doing that? It's also it's easy to say yes, but are you really, you know? It's, uh, I'm going to have to say uh, I'm not in that position. I, I could say no right now, but I will never really understand until I'm put of course into that position i'm gonna say no right now and again it's very circumstantial you know you never know me i mean i think when it comes to my loved ones i i mean i was never a fighter would you rob a bank for me (laughs) (laughs) uh who said you're my loved one rick no i'm just kidding um but when it comes to my loved ones i take my boundaries i take it very (laughs) no i kid i take it very seriously you know um like I was never a fighter in school, but if somebody, and uh, mom, I'm sorry, but if somebody fucked with my brother, then you're getting your ass beat. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Like I'll go crazy for my loved ones, and so, you know, if I had to kill somebody to save my loved one, probably gonna do that too. I, I, I mean, it's easy to say. Would I actually be able to do it? I, I can. I, I mean, I really don't know, but I can say yes. I feel like I would do anything for those people that I love, but I understand it's not the easiest thing in the world. Easier said than done. Right. Easy, very much easier said than done. And it's very circumstantial. Like what if you have to do something that's kind of just ridiculous? Like you have, to, maybe somebody forces you to rob a bank or they're going to hurt your loved one. It's like, well, what if you resort to prostitution? You have to put yourself out there for sex. <laughs> yeah. Like crazy shit. Like, I don't know. I'll be the pimp. You can be the whore. <laughs> it's a very circumstantial question. So, it's ambiguous. No. Um, uh, you'll say no, I'll say yes, and we'll move on. Right. All right. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. Yeah. I don't think I believe in love at first sight. Now, what I do think is that you can, like... Can you fall in love? No. I think that you can find somebody, like... I think that you can have a crush at first sight. Like a, like a big, like, oh my God. Like, you could see yourself loving somebody. But until you know them... You don't, I mean, you know, like I kind of have some crushes on some people and they don't really know. It's me. It's Rick. You caught me. It's me. Fuck. But yeah, I think you can like crush on someone real hard and like have feelings for them. Not feelings like love feelings, but like a feeling of like, oh, I really want to like get to know this person and I want to try to fall in love with them. I feel like you can kind of have that connection with somebody off the bat, but is that is that the equivalent of like when you're in middle school and you people start talking about like butterflies in your stomach? Kind yeah, of thing? that kind uh, of thing. Okay. You agree with that, or are you just like that's nah. fair. That's fair. I'll give you that one. I, I don't have much to say about that one. I love that first sight. It's, yeah, it's kind of uh, got to get to know somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. Look, I can look at somebody and say, 
oh, they're very attractive. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're really smart and attractive. Mm-hmm. But you you like the way they carry themselves, maybe, or something like, like I, that. I'm never going to go out of my way to tell myself I'm going to marry this person right. at first I mean, sight. I'll say this to the ladies. I think that a guy knows, though, within at least the first three hours of meeting you and talking to you, I think he knows whether or not he would date you. Maybe not that he's in love with you, but I think he knows within those first three hours whether or not he would date you. Not that he's going to, right? but he knows. Do you agree with me, Rick? Uh, for the most part, sure. Like, if you meet a girl, you might walk away and say, wow, I, I, I could see myself dating her, right? Yeah, that sounds... And I think you also know when you, you definitely wouldn't see yourself dating her. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. So it's like, that's why I always tell women to like be direct and upfront like about what asking dudes what their intentions are. We've been over this so many times, but because I think they know. I think guys know whether or not they see themselves like potentially falling in love with you and being with you. Anyways, so we, we, we say no to that question. Okay, when you put on a shirt, what arm comes first, Rick? Okay, hold on, hold on. I gotta just take Are off. You gonna my, take your shirt I'm off? I'm gonna take off my shirt. Okay. Hold on, let me drink more of my beer. Make sure you give a commentary mm. on this one, there, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just keep sipping my beer. Ooh, I'm getting the strip tease in his room. Wow, daddy. So what do I do? You're fucking white. Okay, so sit down on that couch, unzip your pants. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so put your shirt on. Okay. He's putting his head through the holes. And he put his right arm through yeah, first. Right arm. Yeah. Are you right-handed? I am left-handed. You're left-handed. I'm left-handed. You write with your left hand. Left-handed. Interesting. Yep. Left-handed. You do everything left-handed. Um, I can throw a football with my right hand. Interesting. I so can you're... write with my left hand. I could write with my right hand. So you're a bit ambidextrous. Yeah. I, I shoot with my left. I shoot with my right. Interesting, because yeah. I write with my right hand. But I bat left-handed, golf left-handed. Right. So we both have a little bit of weird ambidextrous shit going on. Um, but when I put on a shirt, I put my right. I'm pretty sure I put my right arm through too. So. Okay, fair enough. So that's answering that question. Darn, I was hoping you'd take off your shirt and everything. Uh, you know what, Rick? That's not going to work. Sorry, you're going to have to try harder. More- I thought you were trying to ease me into something. <laughs> More beers, please. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off because I'm turned it's on. It's going to get nice and heated in here. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. Let's see. What's the next one? What would be the worst thing that someone could order you to do in a relationship if they ordered you? Mm, spit in my mouth. Spit in your mouth. So if they're like, if like, they, if they, like in a relationship, if they told you to spit in their mouth. You're like not doing it. Maybe like to spit in my mouth. Oh, they want to spit in your mouth. Yes. Okay. But what if they want you to spit in their mouth? No. No, no. No, you're not doing that either? No. Bro, my friend did this. He told me about it. He did this with this girl. Oh, and she's such a nice girl, and she's so beautiful. And I was like, it, like I told him, I was like, dude, if I was you, I'd marry that girl. And then he told me this about her, and I was just like, oh, I mean, I guess Wait, that she likes being... Like, that she told him to spit in her mouth. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, man... She doesn't, I mean... Loving, caring. By the way, spit in my mouth. I swear. She looks like the most nice girl. She's super cute and like lovely and just elegant. But spit in my mouth. Spit in my mouth. And I was just like, (laughs) I was just like, oh my lord. Like, if a girl ever told me this, I just, 
I don't think I could do that. That's kind of, yeah. I don't think I could do it, and I'm definitely not letting anybody spit in my mouth. No, no, no. Absolutely no, 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 not. No, no. I don't even like to fucking kiss girls that I don't like. You know what I mean? But spit in my mouth. But spit in my mouth. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> that's a good answer, Rick. My answer is uh, eat my ass. If somebody told me, if somebody ordered me to eat their ass, that's never happening. I'm sorry. Like to say they wanted to eat your ass. No, not that either. To their ass. We've been over the licking we of have. the gooch. We have. So nobody's licking my gooch. I'm not eating any ass, even though you apparently said in one podcast episode that when you first saw me, you said that I looked like an ass eater. I think which, you still look like an ass eater. Oh, thanks, Rick. Yeah, you're uh, definitely an ass eater. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, that's why I grow up my mustache and my beard so I can give Cushion. a little tickle. Uh, no, absolutely not. I'm never doing that. That's that's disgusting. Here, here it is. Taylor lying again. I'm not lying. Son that of a is bitch. so gross. Okay, let's move on. Um, do you like to give or receive gifts? I like to give. You like, yeah, we kind of covered that, right? You like to impact people and make their day better. I, I like to give gifts, and I'll give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a go big or go home kind of person, but I like making an experience. Okay. And if I can make an experience, I'll buy the fucking experience. <laughs> I paid for this. So it was, uh, what, Christmas. Yeah. And I thought, um, you know, my parents are avid uh, Gator fans. Mm-hmm. And my dad's never been to a Gator game. And fortunately, the Orange Bowl was happening. And uh, what was it? It was the Florida Gators versus uh, Virginia. That's as right. I that's right. I remember And this. I thought it'd be a great idea to uh, get them tickets to the Orange Bowl. Yes, I recall this. This was super cute when you told me. Oh, thanks, man. And I saw the little photo of them at the stadium and having a great old time. And I remember how you were fucking beaming with pride. That's very nice. And well, because that made me feel good. Yeah. And even after like they came back from the game, I was like, "How was it? How was it? Did you have a great time?" And I couldn't mm-hmm. like get over it because I I was just so happy that they had a nice time. That they had an experience, that the memory that they made, and they'll always remember that you made that happen for them. Yeah. I've had family members that have done those kinds of, and friends that have done those kinds of things for me. And yeah, it definitely, those are the things that you'll always take with you, right? Oh yeah. You know, money and like nice things like laptops and watches and all that. You'll have those too. But for example, like my uncle, he got me uh, tickets when Florida State was in the national championship game. And I just, I didn't know how I was going to go, but I was just going to go. And I got tickets because students could get them really cheap, but I had no flight to, to California. It's no. just much more expensive. And he just made it happen for me. And I'll never forget that because, you know, I was just so determined to go and I didn't know how it was going to happen. I just put it in God's hands. But you, he, wait, you went to the national championship? I went to the national championship game in California, Pasadena, my first time ever being in California. And I got to watch a game and we won. It was amazing. And I'll always have him to thank for that. Is this uh, Winston playing as quarterback? Jameis. Yeah, Winston uh, against Auburn. So, and I'll always have him to th- I'll never forget that. It's one of my best memories. My buddy was out there with me, one of my best yeah. friends. Uh, we even, like, at his wedding did a recreation of a photo that we took with a, another buddy of ours. And you see how that memory just carries on. So, that's nice, Rick. That's very nice, you know? Now, what those, about you? Those kinds of things are nice. Um, for me... I definitely, it's tough because I do like to give uh, gifts, you know. I like making people's days. I've just, (sighs) I've never really been in a position where I've been able to do that a lot, you know. Unfortunately, um, a lot of the gifts, like 
for example, in my past relationships have been, they've had to be like more creative things that I didn't necessarily wasn't able to spend money on. Sure. Uh, when I did have a little bit of money, I did, I do like to like spoil, especially in a relationship. I feel like, uh, there's a lot of people that I want to repay one day. So I, that's a, a big driver of my, uh, my drive to be successful so that I can go back and give back to all those people that I feel like impacted me. Um, and I have, you know, kind of a, a memory of who those people are, like a running tally in my head. So, yeah, I mean, I just haven't been in a position where I could give a lot, um, but I do enjoy it. I do like seeing, like, putting a smile on people's face, making their day in some form or fashion. And sometimes it's just little things. Um, and... You know, receiving gifts is always great. I mean, just have, I mean, you know, I can speak from somebody who doesn't, hasn't had a lot of things go their way. That receiving of those things, like being able to go to the national championship, I mean, that just is so great. It makes you feel like what you're going through, those yeah. tough times we talked right. about earlier, it makes it so much easier to get through them when you have great people on your side that are supporting you. So I like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, you know, people probably don't want to say receive because they don't want to sound selfish, but I, I mean, it just depends on what your life experience is and like everybody's different, you know? Um, but <laughs> this next, what you want to say something, Rick? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This, this next part is, I mean, it's kind of tied into this. So I, w- I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, speaking of giving and receiving, Rick, oh, when uh, did you get your first blow job? By the way, this is the lightning round, people. Aren't we so fast on the lightning round? But no, I want to hear this story. Take your time. December 21st, 2012. Take your time. Dece- <laughs> December 21st, 2012. Mm-hmm. And it was... Well, did you just recite the exact date? Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? But you know why that sounds so familiar. That's when we thought uh, that the uh, end of the world was going to happen. The Mayan calendar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so here's the here's the thing. It was the end of days. My penis was hard. So back in uh, back in college, that was like 2011. Okay. Right? Wow. I I met a girl through mm-hmm. a very unfamiliar way, and that was uh, chat roulette. Oh, chat roulette, baby. That oh. was chat roulette. Beautiful blonde. Can, All right. can you describe what chat roulette is real quick for people who don't know? Because I love chat roulette when I was younger. It's a website, and it's it basically pairs you with somebody else via webcam. Just random. Just random. So you'll have either a guy there for whatever reason, <laughs> uh, another guy there for whatever reason, a guy <laughs> jerking off in front of you for whatever reason. There was a whole lot of that. Uh, an infant. For whatever reason, <laughs> An infant. or you have yourself a very attractive blonde who you can talk with and have deep conversations with. Deep, which... deep and dirty, baby. <laughs> so I met this girl. Like in real life? In real life. she was. How'd you going... manage that? Because chat roulette, I mean, once the we chat's became... over. Okay, so we became really good friends when I was, when I was in college. Off of chat roulette. Off chat roulette. So we you just, got we, her we contact talking, info. We were just talking all the time. All the time. Just as friends. Just talking mad shit. Yeah. All right. Deep conversations, mad shit, everything in between. Where'd she live? North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, continue. And at some point, she just... Uh, this was like maybe like a year. We're, we're talking about like a year's worth of just talking mad right. shit. I'm not flirting or anything. I'm not doing anything. Randomly sends me a photo. 
just uh, provocative photo, an extremely provocative photo, and uh, and uh, I, I I stopped like I like I did now even like <laughs> even you stopped of, in your even tracks. thinking about it like in my head I'm like God that was just she was so fucking beautiful yeah oh my goodness if you're listening <laughs> so we kind of agreed that this needs to happen we need to meet and make something of it um, all the way from North Carolina so I was I, I was for whatever reason I was in the Keys. Wow, really far away. Yeah, well, I was in the Keys, and she was coming down for a scuba trip, and we figured that would be the best opportunity to do so. And the first thing is I, I, I picked her up from her, her, her hotel and right. then found a very dark, secluded parking lot, and <laughs> she she gave me the best fucking blowjob I've ever fucking had. That was the first, and it was the best one. Because the end of days were coming, and so were you. Right? It was it was the best blowjob I've ever fucking had. Yeah, probably because this woman flew down from North Carolina just to give it to you. Unreal. It was, you, were, you were in college at this point? Was like a freshman or something? Yeah, I was in college at this point. And it that was, was your first ever was in... So my first ever blowjob. We're, we're late bloomers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for my sure, story. for sure. But um, yeah, even after that, I just... I We, we didn't... How would I... I just want to, want to say this. We didn't have sex, right? But it was all oral, right. all the fucking time. Like it was intense. Yeah, it was very um, wet, yeah. moist. Yeah, moist, <laughs> moist. Lots of dental. And I loved every fucking minute of it. And I'm like, if this is how the world is going to end, ladies and gentlemen, this fucking note right here. Rick is hard right now, dude. I <laughs> like I'm packing like fucking a like an average sized boner right now. <laughs> 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 and and, oh, and wow. I had a question come in. It was like, does size matter? And I'm, I'm telling you right now, no, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, matter. it doesn't. It doesn't. Unless matter. you're an under average little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first one, huh, Rick? Yeah, that wow. was the first one. What a gal she was. Yeah, she was a chat champ. roulette. I'll tell you what, chat roulette. I used to go on there all the time, all night long. And you had to weed your way through some dicks. Like, oh, no. It was like a magical... And I'm, right. I'm not talking about like assholes. I'm talking about like penises, like, like jerking it, off It was just face. a magical forest of dicks, you oh. know, next. But it's like when you got to an actual girl, she appreciated that you didn't have your dick out and she would talk to you. And I got a couple girls. Like, like it was so rare for so you not rare. to have your dick out. God bless <laughs> you, Taylor. Right, right. They were like, oh my God, it's a real boy. <laughs> and so I would talk to uh, women like that, get their Skype information, whatever. I-, I talked to this girl from Australia. Mm. We ended up being like friends after that, after the fact yeah. on Chat Roulette. It was, what a weird site. That What a great site. What a great way to meet random people. I, yeah. The I still, goal, like to that very day, I still talk to this girl. Right. And the goal was like, the girls were on there for a reason oh, too. Oh, it's her birthday today too. Oh, really? Yeah. Hit her up. No. I, I did yesterday. I'm like, uh, before I forget because of my wow. memory shit. Remember oh, that end of, the, end of days blowjob you gave me? I need that again. But yeah. D- no, I don't need it again. I can. Are you I sure? Are you sure? Because you're looking like you're Jones. It's a. Really good. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! It was really have another really, beer. Have another everything beer. after that that progressed, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it got everything got better. Yeah, and yeah. Better Why and did better. you end up dating this girl? Or did you end up dating this girl? Or she, it was just long distance? You know what it was? Yeah. Um, her personality did not mold well with mine. Right. She was a very smart person. Yeah. Too smart. You're too dumb. I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. 
with so the Harvard. I did not understand the Harvard the fucking word she was saying half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what you're saying, but just suck my dick again, please. Basically. So it was mostly all sex. And like, yeah. we had deep conversations. And then in person, mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't understand a fucking word this person is saying. Like, <laughs> like you know me. I can, ha- I, I can have a conversation through text. Right. And it, it'll be coherent. It'll be nice. And it'll but make when sense. You start speaking them English words in my face. And when I'm in front of a microphone or I'm in person, like it takes me a little while to get going, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. And that's kind of how it like fucked up. It, like this yeah. was my own personal fault, but this girl was way too fucking smart. Yeah. In person, and she ended up just not like she did a lot of fucking drugs. Ended up oh, being like giving me like good. a hippie fucking vibe. Uh, and then uh. at some point she's like, um, you know, we just parted ways after like the 4th of July of like three years later. Mm. And she's like, sorry, I'm like the wind. I'm like, what? You're like the fucking wind. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> what are you fucking saying to me? You're like a fart. You're like a fart in the fucking wind. <laughs> Dust in the wind. Like what the hell? I don't know. That's very strange. Right. The chat roulette. Uh, she came, she went, you came. Oh, God. She went. Uh, I was in the... Oh, God. Never. Well, uh, you know, my first blowjob story wasn't off a of chat roulette. It was uh, a girl that I went to high school with. And this is kind of funny, but <laughs> this is so stupid. She was Jewish. And well, she, she did a really bang-up job, like a really great job. And ever since that day, I've, like, had this weird stereotype in my head that Jewish girls give good blowjobs. Is that a thing? And, like, you know, through my years, I've been, like, I, I'll ask. Any time a girl does a good job, of that, are you Jewish? I don't know. It's, like, a weird really? thing. <laughs> I swear. It's, like, after you come. Are, are you Jewish in any way? Anyway. Old Testament? You into that? <laughs> <laughs> so, really weird thing, but she set the tone for, for all Jewish blowjobs moving forward. But anyways, it was a girl that went to my school, um, and I was a senior in high school. Okay. And my parents were out of town, and I met her. She lived, like, close in my neighborhood, and I met her at a park, a public park. It was a real windy night. It was really windy, and it was kind of cold. So we're just hanging out, and eventually it's like, okay, this this is going to happen, right? So she's kind of known for doing this already, so I'm like, yeah, I need this, right? But it's so cold and windy, I'm just like kind of shaking. <laughs> so we retreated. <laughs> we retreated on the playground under this big, giant purple dinosaur like a plastic big slide dinosaur you really know how to pick those areas it was like right under it so it was like you're totally encased by darkness except half chub just thinking about this right you're encased (laughs) by darkness like the wind's not getting in there i'm sitting so i'm like pulling my shorts off and i'm i'm now sitting like my ass is on the that fake ass like what do you call that mulch Mulch, that that fake mulch though turf not turf, it's mulch, but it's like that rubber mulch. So my uh. my ass is is like on rubber mulch, my bare ass. And uh. then she just goes to town, and I'm just like, this is incredible. You know what I mean? Old Testament, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because talking to this girl on the phone and stuff via text message is how I first like ended up. <laughs> my mom is going to hate this episode. It's how I first ended up like masturbating, which was in high school senior year i didn't do it in all the way really up. yeah oh. but 
she just this dirty texting got me so much i was like i gotta do something about this i was like i don't know how to do this yeah but i'm just gonna start yanking on this thing until something happens and when something happened i was like oh my god this is what i've been missing oh my god i remember i went i told my friends at lunch because they knew that i had never you know done anything and they were like oh my god you finally did it bro with that nice man high five dude yeah (laughs) whoa your hand's sticky what the yeah my hand's not done so no not your hand my hand anyway so yeah it was like this crazy experience and uh then afterwards we're just under this purple dinosaur and i'm just like uh so i guess like we go home now? Like, I didn't know what to do. It was really awkward. Do I pay you now? Yeah. Do, uh, do, do I pay you? Are you saying that because she's Jewish, Rick? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, no. Not <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. That was crazy. That's... What about you? You you. I mean, your first blowjob was until college, so I got you beat there, but what about the masturbation thing? Middle school. You were yanking it and cranking it in middle school, huh? Middle school, yeah, for sure. Wow. I just, uh, and it wasn't even like, it's not even like. Can't wait for our mom to hear this. Here's the thing. Okay, 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 get this, get this. Mm. You know, masturbation. Use your left hand, use your right hand. I didn't think of it yet. Uh oh. (laughs) I didn't even think of it yet. Only if if you're. And I didn't even think of watching porn yet. Yeah. Imagination, a firm pillow. You were fucking, I humped the shit out of that pillow. You were fucking pillows, Rick? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least you weren't like one of those, like, you ever heard Louis C.K. talk about how he would put his dick in between the refrigerator door that you probably Mind you, hold on. First off, go fuck yourself. I was in middle school. My imagination was quite fucking vivid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you're just fucking pillows. And I just fucked the shit out of this pillow. You're just like, fuck yeah. Was and then it I, a firm and, pillow, Rick, or it was, was a, it soft? It was a, Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> I don't think those existed back then. <laughs> Unfortunately not. But yes, it was a firm fucking pillow. You wanted I, that memory and foam. I, and the first time I was like, I could do this again. So, you, wow. Would you lay your head on the pillow, Rick? What are you doing? Was yeah, I think I was laying my head on the pillow. Rick! Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't think about it too much. I was just like. Okay, we got to move on. We gotta move on. This is dis- this is getting out of hand right now. You wanted it. And I you know, got it. And I don't think that pillow wanted it either. Okay. <laughs> the pillow has no say. Okay. Real quick, last lightning round question, and then we gotta move lightning on. Lightning round last my qu- fucking ass. We gotta hurry up and get to the last question here. Fuck off. Is it okay to have more than one Valentine if you're single? Yes or no? Morally, no. You should even if you're single, you should just stick to one. You shouldn't flirt around and be like, "Yeah, you're my Valentine." I mean, what's a Valentine compared to a relationship? Yeah, Valentine's like, like, is bullshit. If you have a, if you're in a relationship, that person that you're with is your Valentine, right? Um, so it's if wrong you're, to if have. If you're single side and you chance. have Valentines, I make like sure you get it's, tested. It's an opportunity, like it's an opportunity made for sure, right? But me being the genuinely good person that i am right right i would say just stick to one guy stick, stick to, one, to one guy stick to one girl <laughs> rick you heard it here first he sticks to one guy well because no, the question was asked by a girl so. i know i know rick i'm pulling your leg and that's all i'm pulling so calm down no, i get the pillow for that later <laughs> the, the funny thing is literally there's a stack of pillows right next to me they look kind of firm don't they i'm not touching those okay <laughs> Okay, no, get that out of my face. All right. Um, all right, last That's question. Let's wrap this let's wrap this bad boy up. This nah. is our last deep question. Uh is love a feeling or a choice, Rick? Love a feeling or love a choice. I feel like it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Because 
you know, you can have a crush on somebody and then you can be with them and at some point you choose to love them. You're okay. like, and I, you verbally say it, like the first time you say, I love you. I don't think that's, I think that's a choice. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of like you feel like in your head that you need to say it. So right, that's definitely a choice. And then after that, it becomes more of a feeling. Like you get into the rhythm of it and it becomes a feeling. Interesting. That's what I think. Uh, I have a completely opposite viewpoint on this. All right, well, then we're going to fucking fight it out then. Go ahead. Go get ahead. The, go ahead. Go all ahead, right. Go get ahead. the pillows. <laughs> yeah. Pillow I'll fight. the shit out of those fucking pillows. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No. Uh, for me, I think that in the beginning, right, when you meet somebody, you have these strong feelings about them. You feel a certain way about them. But over time, I think that it becomes more of like love is a choice. You have to wake up every day and choose to love this person. Right there, because the longer you're with them, the more that you're gonna go through shit. You're gonna start to maybe hate them some days. You're gonna wake up and say, "I fucking hate this person." But at the end of the day, you have to choose that person for your life. Right? You're choosing them as your person, as your partner, and that's why I think it becomes more of a choice than a feeling. Because that like butterflies in your stomach feeling that we talked about when you first see somebody. That's going to fade away. You can like rekindle it every now and then by like trying to keep things fresh. But at the end of the day, this is going to become some, I mean, relationships are, they're hard work, right? People like to say they're not, you know. They are hard work. Right. I think you're wrong. They, they, people say that relationships shouldn't be work. Sometimes I hear that. I'm like, no, they're, it's going to be work, but it doesn't have to be like ridiculous to the point where it's like, this is a fucking chore. Right. But I think it does become more of a thing of like, Hey, you know what? I woke up today and I choose you for my life. I choose you over and over again. Mm. I think that's what love really is, is being able to look at that person and say, I choose you. Because that feelings shit, I mean. But that's the same thing. What's the same thing? You, the feeling? You've come across, you, you've, you're coming across saying, you know, you choose to do this and with right. this person every day. Right. But that's because you have this feeling of love. I don't know, Rick. I think that feelings are something that, are unstable right like when you act on your feelings you often act irrationally and you do shit that maybe you shouldn't do or you you know you go crazy or you fuck a pillow no i'm just kidding but you know what i'm saying you do just call me pillowcase yeah i'm gonna call you pillow boy but uh (laughs) yeah pillowcase but I think that <laughs> there it is. First breath of the day. Fuck you. I know. I know somebody that's listening. That's I haven't burped that. in two fucking podcasts. All right, <clears throat> calm down. Second one. <laughs> She's. You're on a roll. But I think that. Uh, I think realistically, that feeling that you have right at the yeah. outset, that's gonna. Those feelings are gonna fade. Right. right? They're. It's naturally gonna fade. You're not gonna feel the same way about somebody for years and years and years every single day right i mean you're gonna you're gonna get annoyed by that person at some point you're gonna be like god i hate that person and you can only hate them i think because you care about them so much because the opposite of love is not hate it's apathy right you just don't care that's when you know that it's really done so it's that lack of apathy that choice to say i choose you for my life i want you in my life i want to keep this going that's what i feel like real love is I don't think that it's these feelings I think it's of the same thing. This whole I, I think fairy tale thing. storybook stuff. Like in the beginning, 
right? And you again, you can have those moments of feeling. They come, they come and they ebb and they flow, right? But that's just like life. You're not going to be happy every single day of your life. It ebbs and it flows. Your feelings fluctuate. But what can't fluctuate, right, is your commitment to somebody. And when your commitment to somebody is steady and you choose that person every day, that's what love is to me. I think you're talking about the same thing. I think your idea of choosing is the same thing as you feeling it. I don't think so, right? And it becomes just unconscious. It's an unconscious so, fucking thing. I think for you, it just becomes an unconscious thing that you fucking do every day. Think about it, Rick. There's going to be some days that you're... I think you're... I think you're, maybe think about this too logically. Listen. I don't fucking know. Listen. But it's the same fucking thing. You... You make it for me. So. You make a choice. You choose that person, right? And you go by every day saying, "Hey, I love you. I love you too," and all that stuff, right? And then the feelings, you know, you grow these bigger feelings for them, and you really start to get into the rhythm of things. Rick, here's my thing, right? Yeah. I'm talking about getting into marriage and stuff like that. There's gonna be days where that's, you listen, but that's like it's it's at that point where it's no longer something that like that you can feel per se but it's more an unconscious fucking thing that you do but here's my thing rick but you're still doing it there's gonna be days where you're not feeling it there's gonna be days where you hate that person where you wake up and you look at them and you're like why the hell am i with this person right there's gonna be those days especially the longer you're with somebody they're mm. gonna drive you nuts sometimes and the 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 choice to sit there and say you know what even despite the way i'm feeling right now you know, you're pissing me off or whatever it may be. You, you, you know, you've been driving me mad for a week with your shit, whatever it is. But waking up every day and saying, I still choose you. That to me is what real love is about. It's not It's not based on a feeling. Feelings are fickle. Feelings come and go. I, I can feel strongly about somebody and then a month later I might be like, eh, I don't really care about him anymore. You know what I mean? Feelings ebb and flow, just like your emotions. Hmm. You're not going to have that steady. What is going to be steady is your commitment, your choice, your brain saying, I choose this person for my life because I love them, right? No matter what, even in the face of, you know, struggle or strife or, you know, maybe things that can affect your relationship negatively, like maybe infidelity even. But the choice to say, I still choose you. That to me is true love. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. But I can get behind you on some of those parts for you sure. You want to get behind me? <laughs> yeah, with a pillow. <laughs> with a pillow. Anyways, this is the least like this is not this is not even a funny fucking podcast or anything like it. Just Rick, it's it, not nothing. Not about everything this has funny. to be funny. It's fucking Valentine's Day. There are people alone out there in the fucking world, and here we are talking about fucking emotions and feelings and relationships. A fucking again, like we haven't cracked a single fucking good worthy joke for Rick, anybody. Well, let's see what people think. You know, fuck off. <laughs> Rick's like this is bullshit. It's like I wanted to laugh tonight. <laughs> I wanted to fucking laugh. Like last podcast, hilarious. The one before that, fucking hilarious. This one. <laughs> We're like talking deep shit. Like I fucking hate this. Like, are you guys really enjoying this fucking bullshit? Fuck me. And Rick's like, I'm sad. I'm not sad. It's just like I, I want to have a little bit of like this was this. Don't get me wrong. This has been fully entertaining for me. I'm having, yeah. always having a great time talking to Taylor. But yeah. for fuck's sake, like. I want to laugh. Nothing about this has been funny to me. Like, I, <laughs> which is why I fucking brought up the fucking pillowcase. Like, you know I, what, I Rick? The fucking pillow for fuck's sake. You know what, Rick? Not everything is a fucking joke. Okay. <laughs> everything can be a fucking joke. Everything is always fucking funny. All right. All right.
Well, unfortunately, Rick. Oh, for fuck's sake. We're run out of time. This is the worst. All right. So we're going to have to wrap this bad Hold boy on. up. Before anything else, I just yeah. want to say one thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't have a Valentine. Yeah. But there is somebody that I want to ask to be my Valentine. It's a little late. Rick, put your pants back on. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right. It, probably not listening to this at all. Uh-huh. Her name is Sam. Sam? Yes. And What's her last name? Far. Okay, that's my ex-girlfriend's name was Sam. So I was like, whoa, nah, Rick, don't you. ask my ex-girlfriend to be your Valentine. Oh, my all God. Right. Go ahead. I just, Sam Far. I, Sam, I adore you. Will you be my Valentine? Oh, my God. This yeah. is big news, people. He's uh, smiling ear to ear. I'm blushing, too. Wow, Sam, Rick. will you be my Valentine? It's a little late, okay, but uh, so I adore I guess... you, and uh, say yes, please. Oh, my God, he's so cute. Yeah, shut up. All right, Sam, I hope you listen to this, and we'll hopefully get an answer. Then we can give everybody an update on the next podcast. As always, we're going to close this out. I'm T-Money, joined by Rick. It's me, Rick. It's me, Rick. And we are going to leave you with a song that you probably never heard of before, but you probably should. This is Disco Yes by Tom Mish and Poppy Ajuda. Take it away. I still love you, love you.